right, everybody. Hello and welcome to the Not Tuesday Show. My name is James Chen, and I am joined by this guy over here, Nathan. Always here, always ready. As soon as I start streaming, he's like, "No, don't stream. Pay attention to me. Pay attention to me." So, <laughs> but obviously, interestingly enough, we've had a lot of fighting game news going out over this past week. Uh, some really, really cool announcements. There was the Arc Revo, uh, you know, qualifiers in Japan uh, recently, and they had a bunch of announcements there as well. And then, of course, uh, Project L, which is the big topic for today, coming out and giving us a bunch of new information that we didn't have before. So uh, today, what I'm going to do, I mean, it's there's not a super ton of information from that video, but I'll try to do a little deep dive into it just to kind of uh, figure out, you know, what we can figure, glean from it as we uh, have, as we can. So uh, let's go ahead and uh, get into this here. Let's start with the fighting game news here that's going on over here. Uh, so before we jump into Project L... Uh, let's jump into some of the other game news uh, that's being announced. And uh, for me, obviously, very excited about a lot of this news. This is mostly coming from the uh, this is mostly coming from the Arxis side of things. They just had an event in Japan, as I mentioned, and they had a bunch of announcements come out with at uh, at the same time. So uh, let's take a look at a couple of these announcements here. Uh, the first being for Guilty Gear Strive. I know I have it listed the other way over here, but let's talk about this Guilty Gear Strive update over here. Uh, good stuff over here. So there is a patch coming out in nine, uh, nine days. Yes, nine days. I was trying to do math. Nine plus 16 is 15. Yes, in nine days, a new patch is coming out. And this is pretty exciting news here because they seem like they're doing a lot of work here to try to improve the game, to make the game... I mean, when it came out, very good, very strong game. But, you know, a lot of people complaining about the lobby system. A lot of people right now very uh, frustrated with the balance, uh, for example. But in just nine days, a lot of that is going to change. We had a beta for cross-play before. But as you can see over here, we have cross-play implementation uh, all ready to go in number three so that's going to be part of the patch again that was something that we beta tested and knew about however there are going to be network mode updates as well as battle balance changes for all characters so this is actually going to be one of their biggest balance patches uh, basically, uh, in a while. So they haven't had any big balance patches. They've been kind of letting things rock. They had a big one a while ago, but it's been quite some time since we've had one. So this is actually pretty exciting, uh, for a lot of the people who want to see things change in fighting games. And again, it's really interesting because we're at an era right now where before, you know, patches frequently, uh, was something that, 
a lot of people did not like in fighting games. We saw that with early Injustice, earlier MK games. The patches came fast and furious, and it was very hard for people to keep up. We're at a point right now, though, you know, people were saying, okay, you know what, two balanced patches a year, one maybe after EVO, one after the World Tour, and then, you know, two balanced patches a year. And we're actually at a point, interestingly enough, where I don't feel like that that's enough. It seems like people want balanced patches more frequently and without them it almost feels like you know there's this fear of uh, uh, a lack of kind of a lack of uh, developer interaction and it's like they want to see that people are actually making patches and such so um, <laughs> just add a queue yeah a lot of people just want that standard ranked queue and uh, honestly uh, I don't think that's happening I mean you can kind of do it by doing the training mode stuff but uh, again people just want a standard queue in there but I don't think that's happening however uh, I do think that there's going to be some significant improvements in here. So let's get into that real quick. They uh, updated details over here. Balancing buffs for characters other than the highly rated. <laughs> Obviously, the fear is what do they rate the characters? Like, you know, Japan always seems to think Potemkin is stronger than he is. I blame FAB. Uh, Potemkin is not very strong. So hopefully they realize Potemkin is the worst character in the game. Hashtag justice for grapplers. Fix the grappler. Buff Potemkin, please. Uh, but it's basically removing the gap in character strength rather than making overall improvements or additions. Now, a lot of people have said, you know, don't nerf, only buff. And again, I've gone into detail why that just doesn't work and why that is a bad idea. So I do not think that is what they should be doing. Uh, what they should do is make sure that they, you know, nerfing is going to be kind of necessary for some of these characters. Uh, so, uh, I do like this direction and hopefully, like I said, they only, uh, they know which can, and again, you know, one of the reasons why I talked about it, because obviously sometimes one thing can be far too strong. And if one thing is too strong, nerfing that is the easiest way for balance, right? Uh, also, um, hang on a second. I'm going to put my hands up here. I'm going to realize something. I'm going to take a little quick break. I will edit this out of the VOD over here. But I realize I didn't even tweet anything about this. So let's go ahead and uh, uh, tweet all this. <laughs> Is already started. We're going to do a deep dive into the Project L trailer. So let's see what we can glean from day minus blah blah uh, gameplay <laughs> play footage lol but uh, but we'll have some interesting discussions about it alright twitch.tv slash ultra chen tv here we go so let's go ahead and tweet that out. Let's grab the link here. Let's copy the link. Let's go to the Discord. This is the stuff that you got to remember as a content creator to do all these things, man. There's just so much uh, you have to do 
for engagement and all this stuff and I just completely forgot. So let's do that. Here we go. All right, we got everything tweeted out here. And then I'm going to uh, do a little bit of silence here so it's easy to know where to edit. Does risk stand for anything? That's a really good question. I don't know. <laughs> I don't really know. But yeah, um, so uh, as I was saying, uh, if you have a tactic that's obviously way too strong when you're trying to balance things, it is significantly easier to nerf that single tactic. Now, while you're saying, okay, maybe we should just buff every character to the point where they all have really cheesy tactics, then you have DNF duel. <laughs> and a lot of people did not seem to really enjoy uh, the way that DNF Duel was, although I liked it. It was the closest thing to a vampire savior game uh, that I have played in a long time. Uh, problem with my new monitor setup here, by the way, I, I was telling people before the stream started that I've set up something because one of my monitors died. So I have a new setup. I'm using my regular TV, and that is the TV that my cat can block a lot easier. So I can't read off the TV. Anyways, uh, what does risk stand for? Yeah, it's a good question. Not sure. Uh, the, the, the revelator intrinsic uh, stasis... Uh, chrometer. <laughs> there you go. Um, but yeah, so buffs for characters other than the highly rated, removing the gaps in character strength. So let's hope we do see some buffs for some of those characters. Obviously, different regions will have different uh, opinions on the strength of the characters, but I think we actually have uh, a concept of, you know, who is weak and who is strong. So hopefully... Hopefully we'll get something and uh, hopefully the balance patch will be good, right? Because this is always the problem too. We've seen this from, uh, so nerfing is always a scary thing. We saw that happen early on in Grand Blue Fantasy Versus where they nerfed a bunch of characters very early on and uh, made a lot of people upset. Now, obviously they've tweaked that since then and the early patches of Guilty Gear Strive definitely did not go that route. Although some people feel like they did, like May, for example, a character who was strong early on seems to have significantly less play right now. I know some people were worried that Chip actually got nerfed, but Chip kind of ended up, you know, straightforward. But yes, it's very clear who they need to nerf. I, I mean, Leo, you've included in the list, Eben Ken, but I mean, right now it's Ramathal, Happy Chaos, Nago. Those are the three characters that definitely need to be nerfed. And again, in my opinion, I don't even think they have to be nerfed all that much. Like, for example, Nago. All, I, all I've said about Nago is just nerf his guts and nerf his default uh, defense. He was given Potemkin defense because he didn't have the movement and that was supposed to be his weakness. Obviously, that didn't pan out. And the reason why Nago is so good is because he can delete you, but you have to hit him with one more combo than anyone else. So he always gets one more chance to come back 
compared to every other character. And if you just lower his defense so he dies the same speed as everybody else, that actually just balances him right away. I don't think we need to change his his game system, to be honest with you. I think he plays fine. It's just that he has no reason to have all the health that he has, in my opinion. So uh, that's kind of where I'm uh, standing on there. Uh, I have not gone over the DNF stuff yet, Song Hong. I'll get there in just a little bit. And right, exactly. They gave him the, the Fukio dashes. They gave him the Beyblade, etc., etc. He has the movement options and he has the range that he doesn't need to have a defensive boost a health boost to make up for that. I really honestly think if you just lowered his health, Nago would become extremely fair. I am scared of a little bit of over nerfing. And, uh, you know, Keats has talked about this before. He had a great, uh, there was a great clip about him in the Killer Instinct documentary where he was, you know, rather than just nerfing what people are complaining about, look at what the symptom of the problem is. And in the case for someone like Nago, that to me is the symptom, is that he has the ability to delete you very quickly, very easily. So instead of actually, uh, and, and, and what the re reason why that's a problem is because it takes so long to kill him. He's always going to live one time. So you need to open up one more time. And in those times, like let's say a normal character takes like, uh, two mix-ups to kill, right? Initial hit, mix-up, mix-up, dead. Nago's initial mix-up, mix, initial hit, mix-up, mix-up, mix-up. And you give someone who can delete you that easily that one more opportunity than everyone else that makes him a little bit too strong in my opinion so and uh it's really interesting here because they even say revised opportunities for landing highly damaging combos increased base damage scaling for some attacks especially for close standing s so again rather than trying to nerf you know, the damage overall in the game or try to give people more health. It sounds like they're going to try to uh, ratchet up the uh, scaling a little bit. And so, yeah, right. He's a steel cannon, says a Mikey story. That's exactly the way to describe him, right? He is supposed, he should be a glass cannon character. Instead, he is a steel cannon. And that is a problem. That is a, a really, really big problem. So, uh, but again, they're going to try to lower the damage not necessarily by lowering the uh, individual hits so if you hit people individually with hits the damage is still going to be the same see that's the smart thing like if they actually nerf the damage overall or gave everyone more health individual hits will do less damage and as a result the matches will take a little bit longer so what instead they're doing is making it so that the initial hits raise the scaling more so things like pop busters will still do a ton of damage but now things that follow up will do less damage meaning footsies neutral will still have the reward that it should have if you gave everyone more health and scaled the health uh, or or just reduce damage of every character overall, you really affect how neutral is played. And thank you for the gift sub, Psycho Blue. So that's why I think that this is smart that they're increasing the base damage scaling because now the extended combos will do less damage, but the neutral gameplay will remain as it was before.
before. And that is a really important distinction because some people are like, what's the difference? Why not just reduce the damage? And that's the reason. You don't want to lower the reward for landing individual hits in neutral. That's kind of the situation here. So again, I really like the idea of this fixed. And then it says, increase reward when the defender goes on the counter offensive. Adjusted, adjusted tension gauge gain and risk level depletion rate for depending on the situation. So it sounds like maybe if you actually manage to turn things around a little bit more, you'll actually gain, you'll actually maybe drain your tension meter faster. Like if you're attacking, if you're getting the opponent to block, maybe your tension gauge will actually decrease or something like that. So that actually sounds kind of neat as well. So, um... I like this. I like what they've said here. Obviously, we need a lot more details. So uh, when we get those, obviously, nine more days, I'm sure a patch notes will come out soon. Knowing the way that these, this show usually goes, patch notes are probably going to come out in like 20 minutes. And I'm going to be like, oh boy, let's pivot to the patch notes. But if the patch notes do come out, please let me know in the chat. Uh, but this one is also huge. The rank tower updates. Obviously, I've talked about the problem of the rank tower before in which I think floors 1 through 8 are essentially useless because by the time you get to floor number 10, you're fighting anywhere from beginners to like super good players, right? So, you know, a lot of people who just can't make it into heaven, but like the fact that they're trying to get into heaven means they're super good, but floors 8 through 1... Obviously, you know, uh, there's a skill level difference, but the skill level difference is not vast enough, right? So what happens is a lot of players who do make it to floor 9 to floor 10 are still pretty green in terms of their fighting game skill. The balance of the floors is not good. So uh, I'm cons uh, the bottom one here, the bottom one where it says adjusted conditions for rating changes, making it easier to match with opponents at the same skill level. What I really hope they do is they just kind of shift everything down, leave floor 10 to like the people who are just on the verge of heaven. Like make current level 10 more of around 9-8 level and then spread it down because I don't really think there's a lot of players on floor 1, 2, 3, 4, or 5. Right, like some people in the chat can actually let me know if they're in that level, but most people are not. And so, like I said, I think floors one through five are completely devoid of players and are useless. And at this point, we need to sh we need to take ten and just basically spread it all the way down. Hopefully, that is what they're saying that they're going to do. Uh, option to rematch up to three matches, even if a rating update occurs mid-set. That's nice. A lot of people have been complaining about that. Hey, I want to play a set with this guy. You've been ranked down. Gone. You've been ranked up. Gone. Oh, come on. So that's a nice option right there. Uh, added option to skip rating update sequence and settings. You know, honestly, I haven't played a, enough of the uh, the ranked towers to even remember how long that was and why people need to skip that. Thank you for the sub, RV1. Appreciate it very much. And then option to manually select room when there are multiple rooms per floor. This is also important because the way that the ranked towers had appeared so far is that you're in your floor 10 room and it feels like this is the only floor. But there's actually like a bunch of floor 10 rooms across, you know, the, the, the region that you're in. 
and uh, jumping between them was not something that you could really do. And so now you can actually manually select the room. And I think that's really, really nice because if you're in a room where a bunch of people are inactive or for some reason you can't get good connections, you can jump to another room and try it. And I think that that's uh, really, really, really cool. So um, let's see. Uh, then it show the butler and tell you you ranked up and everything. Oh, that's right. I forgot about all that stuff. Okay, yeah. But again, if they could improve the ranked tower, honestly, like I've been playing a ton of Street Fighter V online because honestly the ranked system is still the best one and it has the most players and it is by far the one where you get the most competitors in of your skill level when i play guilty gear strive you know i'm on rank 10 and i'm just running around trying to find people do all the stuff and everyone i fight just like ranges wildly in skill people see that i'm a potemkin so trust me i am an axle magnet uh axle players come after me and stuff like they're they need to keep improving the ranked system that they have in Strive. Uh, this is a good start here. Obviously, they need a lot more. They need a lot more to be able to improve the ranked system, in my, in my opinion. This is not enough, but this is a good start and shows that they are listening to some of the complaints, particularly like the rematch up to three matches, even if a rating update occurs mid-set, that kind of thing. And then hopefully making it easier to match with opponents at the same skill level. Uh, hopefully that means... I don't know if they're going to all of a sudden shift people into new ranks or reset everybody like maybe reset everybody who's at rank 10 down to rank 6 and then just have everybody go again i think that would actually work out pretty well in any case let's hope that the rating system makes it so that it is feels more like accurate skill-based matchmaking and then of course last thing here network mode updates shows connection strength and ping with opponent thank you <laughs> Thank you, thank you. Look, we know that... I mean, here's the thing, right? I mean, the, the idea of ranked is you shouldn't be able to pick your opponents because that makes it so you can craft how you go, etc., etc. But look, Strive Lobby already has it so you could avoid characters and go after certain characters. That's already a problem already. There's nothing wrong with letting us avoid people who are uh, not very strong in connection. I, I, they don't say anything about a Wi-Fi indicator. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, exactly, Super Moose. I, I, I was. Well, it would be nice if it was a Wi-Fi wired indicator as well. That is not there. But obviously, this is something that's really good to make sure that you have as good of matches as possible. So this is also a very nice change over here. So there you go. This is what we are. Uh, this is what we have here in terms of the updates coming to Guilty Gear Strive. And uh, I'm excited for this because I miss this game. I used to play it a lot. Uh, obviously, I kind of halted because one, the ranked was not a particularly uh, enjoyable way to play. And number two, the biggest thing, uh, honestly, was that, oh God, I was so sick of Potemkin, just Potemkin struggles. 
And yeah, Super Moose says, you know, just do the queuing system. Just do what the other games do. And again, you can do that while maintaining the, 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 the floor lobby system. You can have a best of both worlds. Again, I really like what they were attempting to do with the floors. And I think that they could have done it a lot better. It's just there's something about it that's more tangible. Uh, you know, instead of just being like, I'm silver, I'm platinum, like I'm floor 10. You get this idea that you're rising up in this tower. There's a neat idea. It's, it, it's more community based. You get used to seeing these icons. It adds a little bit more social aspect, which is what I think is sorely missing from ranked uh all ranked systems is the social aspect. So they were trying to build a little bit more of a social environment. Some other games like Them's Fighting Herds have already done a great job with that, and they should probably look into what other games are doing, uh, for example. But I do like what they are trying to do. I hope they can succeed with it. I hope that they can succeed uh, with making this lobby system work uh, in a way that makes it so that is enjoyable as opposed to just adding extra layers of like just frustration and 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 uh, extra layers to hurdles to jump just to be able to play some good matches. Uh, again, Super Moose, like I like I said. I still like the lobby system. I still like it a lot. Uh, I just think it was implemented poorly, so hopefully they can change that. In any case, that's the update on Guilty Gear coming up from uh, Arc Revo in Japan, the Arc Revo event in Japan. However, for me, some of the big news coming out was the next thing that I want to talk about. And if you guys remember what I was saying just a little bit earlier, what's really interesting is that it feels like if a game doesn't get patches or any sort of information, it feels like the devs are ignoring the game. And as soon as the devs are ignoring a game, I feel like a lot of people literally drop fighting games these days from lack of dev interaction. Because there are so many fighting games, and patches are so important to fighting games for balance, and so if you don't hear from a dev, like, I mean, look what's happening to KOF 15. You know, finally we got an announcement of a balance patch and all of a sudden everybody, like, like the buzz is back. Like the buzz is back. Everyone's like, oh my God, Cronin might get nerfed. Finally. You know, but before that, while we were all waiting for Cronin nerfs, everybody was like, oh God, is anything going to happen? So it seems to be, it's a very important thing for devs to continue communication with their audience here for fighting games. One of these games that has been suffering from this problem has been DNF Duel, Dungeon Fighter duel this game seems to have come out and i think people just gave up hope on it like i i think people literally were just like you know what this is coming out and they're leaving it to die and everyone gave up after the first patch but all of a sudden they announced in uh, at the arc revo japan event yep you got it you got it DNF Dual Grand Balance Patch. And there's more to this than just a balance patch. But uh, let's take a look at this. Oh, God, it's loud. It's loud. Uh, let me turn this down for you guys a little bit so I don't blow your ears out over here. Uh, let's do this a little bit here. Let me know how the volume level is at this point here. That seems a little bit more reasonable for you guys. That seems a little bit more reasonable for you guys. But here we go. Let's do this. 
Grand Balance Patch. And what's interesting is they say Battle Balance Update. Buff for more than 100 skills. Now, what you'll notice is the text on the screen doesn't necessarily match what's going on in the back. The back is just showing buffs to every character. And so we'll go through this a little by little, but gauge system, higher HP and guard gauge, awakening skills, buffed awakening skills for more excitement. So that's good because some characters definitely had very passive ones. Defense system, upgraded evade, so the dodging is gonna be a little bit more improved, which I think that's uh, pretty cool to hear. More advantage for guard cancel, so uh, I guess if you actually guard cancel, you have a better chance of hitting people. There you go. Uh, December 2022, so again, coming out very, very, very soon. Very soon. Uh, I don't know if it's going to be December 15th, just like the, the Guilty Gear patch, but this is coming out very soon, and this is exciting, because all of a sudden, everybody is just like, oh, 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 DNF Duel, new, new balance, oh my god, and like, everyone's getting kind of excited with this, right? So, yeah, so Rojam, one of the, the re so it wasn't the matchmaking that was causing you to match with the same person all the time, it's literally everybody dropped out of the game. Like, there just, there just wasn't anybody playing it anymore. Like, that was the problem with it. It was only the small select few. So what happens is a lot of these fighting games become Discord fighters, right? So DNF Duel, uh, King of Fighters 15, uh, et cetera, et cetera. These are what people are now called Discord fighters, where basically you have to run into a Discord and be like, hey, I want to play some sets. Anybody down to throw down? And then that's how you play uh, the, a lot of these fighting games right now. Uh, that's why I like Street Fighter. That's why I'm playing mostly Street Fighter V because it is the most non-Discord fighter uh, out there right now. You just jump online and everybody is still playing the game. So as much as everybody hates the netcode or whatever like that, look, the netcode is still pretty good. Everybody's still playing it and you get a good variety of people playing. And I think that's really, really, really cool. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I figured you were aware, Rojam, but, you know, just in case other people were not, I just kind of wanted to talk about it. But let's go over this just a, a little bit here. Um, again, uh, it's been a while since I've uh, played the game. Again, same reason. It's just hard to find matches. So uh, a lot of the changes, we'll see how they go. But buff for more than 100 skills. So what I'm guessing, the skills couldn't mean anything. Any normal... <laughs> <laughs> any special, any whatever. So, you know, a buff for more than 100 skills means that, yes, there are a lot of changes coming. So if you think this is going to be us, this is basically them saying, this ain't no small patch, okay? This is a big patch. <laughs> this will be a big patch here. So that's basically what they're saying, the gauge system here. Now, what's interesting here is I mentioned, you know, upping the hit points uh, kind of hurts the neutral a little bit. You know, maybe you want the individual hits to be able to do more. Here's the thing about DNF Duel. DNF Duel was in a position where <laughs> this 
actually is justified. Upping the HP and guard gauge for all characters because it was very easy to force people into guard break and the damage was really high. People are starting to find way, way, way more optimized combos and uh, I think in this game, trying to make the rounds last a little bit longer, prolonging the game by slowing the damage down everywhere might actually be beneficial. Some people would say the same thing about Strive. So, you know, I'm, I'm curious, like I'm waiting to see if this, uh, this a higher HP for every character is actually going to be a good thing. They just better give more HP to Inquisitor because she had no reason to have as little health as she did. But in any case, anyways, um, but, you know, I I'm curious to see, uh, oh, supers every round. Well, the worst thing about supers was that they were just used to finish people off. Supers were almost exclusively for just finishing people off. So they need to, like, come up with a different way to make it so that they could be used in different ways. But, uh, honestly, uh... Guard gauge for all characters, very, very, very important. Definitely something that we needed to have here. So awakening skills, as I mentioned, some characters have really meh weakenings. Like, I know Inquisitors was okay, but I still think overall it wasn't particularly strong. Better Evade is going to be good because this game really had... Defense was lacking in this game. So upgraded evade to make you be able to avoid things is a nice uh, a nice buff here. But also the next thing that they put down in here was better alpha counters, essentially guard cancels. That that thing wasn't as strong as I feel like as it should have been. Uh, there's this there's this thing like starting with Street Fighter Five, because Street Fighter Five to Guilty Gear to DNF Duel. There's this weird trend that alpha counters are really bad these days in fighting games, whereas like. In some older games, like Dead Angles in older Guilty Gears were almost all but guaranteed because when you activated it, you animated and the opponent did it. So it was like they were hitting. Like they were going to hit 90% of the time. Uh, same thing with old alpha counters, etc., etc. But in modern games, uh, they... These... these, these <laughs> They don't work very well, and a lot of times they don't even do real damage either. Sometimes they just do zero damage, and so I think it's fair. I think it's fair. You're giving up a lot of meter uh, to go for that. So, again, a DNF duel coming with a lot of balances here, and I'm really excited for that. And I think that this is going to be really cool. And I hope it really does spark some new life into it. Will it uh, manage to make DNF Duel no longer a Discord fighter? Probably not, because I think a lot of people have moved on. And uh, again, one of the toughest things about the fighting game community is that we have way too many fighting games. And so it's very easy to... Uh, drop certain games and just concentrate on other ones and honestly the ones that get played the most are the ones where you can find the most competition and so you know uh, that's one of the tough things about that so we have to figure out ways to encourage people to continue to play ranked mode because also it, like let's say you're a person who's been shying away from DNF duel because you heard it's really like just just uh, degenerate right and again for me I like degenerate fighting games but for some other people that's might not be what they want and if they feel like oh i've heard it's actually more neutral based and it's less degenerate i'll get into it now you jump into dnf duel with this new patch and there's no one on ranked <laughs> 
And so you can't amass new players that well. So it's very important to have that available because most fighting games do not have anything outside of ranked to do in the game. And uh, there's not enough incentive for ranked because, again, not everybody out there is a a point-grinding hero out there. Not a lot of people just want to see their numbers go up and down and jump in and out of ranks all day. You need to give more incentive for playing ranked. And, again, that's a whole nother topic altogether. But that's the situation that we have here. Grand Blue Fantasy, uh, I'm sorry, not Grand Blue Fan, DNF Duel coming out with a new patch. And I know a lot of people are excited about that. And uh, I know I'm excited about that. I bet you Yipes is super excited about it. <laughs> uh, DNF Duel is not for me because in its core, it's a strike throw game. <laughs> I wouldn't say necessarily Sung Hung. It depends on the character you played. It sounds like you play Inquisitor, because if you play Inquisitor, it's a strike throw game. But a lot of the characters out there have different ways to open you up, and so it is pretty different, uh, to be honest with you. Um, Yeah, degenerate fighting games are... Yeah, I mean, Strive is... I mean, you say it's a lot less degenerate than Exert. I wouldn't necessarily say that because there's definitely a lot of degeneracy in uh, in Strive. However, Exert is just one of those games where you have to research what it is the opponent can do and what's real and not real. That game is terrifying. Like, Exert can be terrifying. Like, if you run into an answer and the Ansa player just, like, has all of his setups and you've never fought an Ansa before, you know, it's just like... Bye-bye. You're like, what is even happening here? I don't even know what's going on, you know? And it's 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 terrifying. So, uh, I mean, uh, Song Hung saying Strive is a one-player game. Strive definitely needs improved defensive options. For sure, for sure, for sure. So... Uh, yeah, I mean, DNF is probably the most degenerate fighting game that I've seen in a long time. But again, you look at the history of fighting games, Marvel vs. Capcom 2, Tekken Tag 1, M- uh, uh, Third Strike, Super Turbo, you know, some of the most popular games of the past are the degenerate fighting games. <laughs> like, these fighting games are all degenerate and vampire savior, right? I mean, there's a reason why the Sailor Moon S scene has kind of exploded. Honestly, like, I... Degenerate fighting games are actually, in the end, the ones that people stick to and the ones that people enjoy. Now, we're in a different time, so it's going to be hard for DNF Duel to find the audience, largely because, one, it didn't seem like the devs are supporting it. It looks like they just released it and was like, ah, set it and forget it, and that was the end of the game. But now with this, maybe there's a little bit like it would have been cool if they announced that there was going to be a bunch of new. Oh, I forgot to mention the fact that there are new characters. There's a new character being announced. Uh, let me see if I can uh, find this because uh, I know they announced the new character on here. So let's go back to uh uh, let's go back to this and see if I can find this on Arc System Works uh, Twitter over here. Because they did announce a new character. And uh, here we go. This is it right here. Let's do this. Let's do this.
all the characters that we already know and love. There you go, brand new character coming out. And uh, if I'm not mistaken, I'm gonna see if I can find the tweet here. I'm pretty sure I retweeted it, so I should be able to find it on my account over here. Uh, someone actually posted up the name of the character over there. Uh, let's see if I can find that information. I'm pretty sure I retweeted it. Oh, yeah, here we go. So it was Raph who retweeted this. Uh, they haven't said who the name of the character is, but people who know DNF, uh, DNF Dungeon Fighter well says that this is uh, Spectre uh, from DNF Duel. And I mean, look, <laughs> if you want, if you want waifu bait, I mean, like, you can't, I mean, like, seriously, like, this is like, about as waifu bait as you can possibly imagine. So if you're adding a new character to your game to try to garner interest again, I mean, <laughs> this this seems like a good character to do it over here. So uh, there you go. Spectre, uh, I don't know anything about Spectre, what her playstyle is from the original Dungeon Fighter is. Uh, but again, uh, seems like she's going to be a character that is gonna draw a lot of people to be like, yeah, I wanna try this character. <laughs> I want to see what this character does. <laughs> oh man, so what are people talking about? That movie looked cool, but I agree with your point regarding the character names. Probably, oh right, yeah. So Kevin Mati, that's an interesting point. Uh, I've discussed this with a friend of mine a long time ago. He was saying that instead of giving the characters names, they should just give them like archetype names, and that way, you know, players can claim them a little bit more, or something like that, or 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 something to that effect. And I, I actually disagreed with that. In fact, when the canon first showed uh, me Rising Thunder a long time ago, long time ago, when it was still in beta before anyone knew anything about Rising Thunder. Uh, I saw it and I saw it was a mech fighter and I told him the dangers of a mech fighter is that you might actually lose the personalities and personalities is what a lot of people attach to in fighting games so you need to have that kind of thing and you saw what they did in, in, in Rising Thunder I think they took that advice to heart because then they had a lot of the really cool personalities from all the different pilots like wasn't one of them a dog or something like that that was like driving the vehicle or something like that That I think that was the rush robot and like they made sure they came from certain countries and stuff and they really tried their best to give them their personalities they even spoke their native languages when they were doing their attacks so they gave a lot of personality to the um to the characters now obviously in dnf duel they have personalities but they don't have the names and i do think having names probably would have helped a little bit i don't know where they would have dug the names up from uh out of nowhere <laughs> like they would just be like this cat like instead of uh, inquisitor they would just name her like uh uh romania i don't know i'm just making up a name like i don't know where they would come up with these names from but it might actually have added a little bit more to the personality um and yeah, that's true too, Gundam Jehudi Kai. Like, we can't base what these characters do off of what they did in Dungeon Fighter because Dungeon Fighter has so much variety, etc., etc. Um... <laughs> 
<laughs> That's their full name. Grappler's full name is Grappler Von Grabass. You know, if it actually turned out his name was Grappler Von Grabass, I think I would actually... See? Like, like that already... <laughs> Like, literally, just by making that joke makes me want to play Grappler Von Grabass that much more. <laughs> right? I mean, that's what I mean. There's just, like, there's something about it, right? There's just something about it. Like, Hitman, okay, cool. You know, uh, Swiftmaster, uh, okay, okay. But if, you know, his name was, like... Spritey McFasty or something like that. You're just like, dude, my Spritey McFasty is better than your Grabby McGrabass, you know? Like, <laughs> oh, God. <sighs> All right, yeah, so that's kind of the situation there. But um, again, uh, DNF Duel getting an update, and I'm excited about it, and I hope it does breathe new life in the game because I really like the game. It also had really, really good... Uh, net code the lot the ranked was just ranked and so I think that was pretty good about it too uh, one of the reasons I mean again one of my biggest problems with the game was that my character Inquisitor wasn't particularly strong although there are people out there who have made Inquisitor work don't get me wrong there have been people out I think was it Tempest was an Inquisitor player I think I don't remember but people out there were definitely doing work with Inquisitor but she could definitely stand to be a little bit better uh, than she was than, than she was so uh, excited to see uh, how she gets buffed and I was trying to use Dragon Knight but I just never got a chance to actually play because by the time I labbed a bunch of Dragon Knight I jumped on ranked and then there was nobody there there was nobody there anymore and so it was just like dang it you know it's kind of tough and it's such tough for the tough for the situation so uh, but in any case that's the main FGC news, unless anybody else has any FGC news that I forgot to discuss. Now, one of the things I'm probably going to do, uh, I'm going to try to do, is if this, I, I was probably going to change it on YouTube now so that the FGC news section, I was going to break off from the actual uh, main topic. So I will, this week you will see me actually uploading two videos, one on the Project L analysis here for topic number two, and I'm going to separate FGC News to a, a separate video and release it later on during the course of the week just to make it so that I don't have just nothing but two-hour videos and to make it easier for people to jump right into the main topic as well. Oh, the Street Fighter Six beta number two is coming up, and again, if you are in beta one, you're automatically in beta 2 but they're adding more people they did say they're not changing much it's going to be the same characters pretty much no balance changes except for a few small bugs and things here and there but just basically an opportunity for more people to play that will be not this coming weekend but the weekend after that and uh please keep your eyes peeled and subs and subscribe to i'm sorry and follow twitch.tv slash jchenzor subscribe to it as well subscribe to it as well but i will be streaming as much of that weekend as possible because I definitely enjoyed it. I don't know if I'm going to just keep playing nothing but Kimberly or if I might want to try playing some other characters just to get some uh, get some variety in there. But uh, Kimberly was just so much fun. So we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. But again, 
beta number two is coming out and uh, I'm super excited for it. I really enjoyed Street Fighter 6 the last time, so I can't wait to play it a little bit more. Uh, Winter Soldier 85, they did say no new characters are uh, being added to it, that the beta is going to be the same eight characters. They they actually just said that out loud. So they were like, look, it's going to be the same characters. So uh, I doubt that that's going to happen. So... Um, but oh yeah, dude, that's right. Cause Max and I had that, uh, we, we had that set right before the beta ended. That's right. I forgot about that. So definitely would love to uh, play that, uh, and, and maybe have fun. Yeah, dude, I was having so much fun with Kimberly Sifu. Yeah. <laughs> like said it was nasty. It was good, but like I was having a lot of fun with that character and I know I was only scratching the surface with her. So I know there's a lot more you can do with that character than I was doing. So I can't wait to find more stuff with her. But like I said, at the same time, it might be a good idea to try another character just to, just to not get stuck in that whole, like, Oh my God, I'm stuck using one character and you get, you know, uh, Stockholm syndrome into a character, like learning to play a variety of characters so that you don't get Stockholm syndrome into one character is usually a pretty powerful tool to have. So there, I might force myself to play another character. We'll see how that goes, but there you go. So that's it for fighting game news. So what I'm going to do here is I'm going to take a quick break. And, uh, when I come back, we will start with the project L new info. So, uh, do not going, go anywhere. I'll also probably, uh, if you guys Hope you guys don't mind. I'll uh, run a couple of ads here as well. Uh, uh, just trying to do more, uh, do more uh, fighting, uh, more twitchy things here. But mainly, just wanted to go on the break just so I can actually uh, let's do this crater dashboard. Just so I can get a good uh, uh, shift between the two. So again. Uh, for those of you on YouTube, thank you guys for watching this section over here. If you want to see my deep dive in DNF Duel, take a look at the uh, recent uploads. It should be there already. Uh, so go ahead and enjoy that and listen to me go on and on about the Project L trailer. But until then, I will see you guys uh, next week for more Tuesday show news and stuff like that. For those of you here on Twitch, don't go anywhere. Be right back.